Hello guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com uh, introducing part one of this week's NMS episode. We have live in the studio our good friend Shane and Kim from Music by Tattoo uh, and and or Studio Shim, and they're talking about all of their different art projects. Uh, we have a great conversation about um, how doing the dishes uh, inspires <laughs> um, creating music and, and, and other artistic things. Um, we've gone for a different format this week. So so because the guys came into the Bone studio and chatted live um, with us, we have dedicated part one to that interview, uh, uncut and includes an exclusive play of their brand new track. Um, and then part two is going to be filled with loads of really, really cool music as well. So it's a great show this week. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Uh, as always, do leave us, a, leave us a comment or tweet us or all that sort of stuff. Uh, all the links are on our website, which is newmusicsaturday.com. And thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy it. Cheers, guys. From the widest landscape on the highest mountains to the smallest parking space on the tightest school run. With Jeep Renegade, legendary adventures come neatly packed. For as little as £255 a month plus a single initial payment of £255. Jeep Renegade. Legends aren't born, they're made. Visit jeep.co.uk. Personal contract hire. Offer available in the Jeep Renegade Night Eagle range. 48 months, 6,000 miles per annum. Valid until 310320. Subject to availability, TCCs apply. Leases. I just looked out there and there's puddles of water all over the freaking stage. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I don't want to lie to you, boys. Uh, six days a week, the place is a hockey rink. Yeah, well, this is a rock concert, not the bleeding splish splash show. Right on. We are live a little late, but we are live. We just had a few issues there. So tonight, I am your host, the Doc of Rock, Dr. Bones, with my co-host, as always, the Parker Crane, the guitarist, everybody wishes they were. Mike Fly, what's happening? Good evening, brother. Uh, all is good. We got through the, the technical storm. Uh, <laughs> we come out the other side of it, and it's going to be amazing. We've got a cool show, so I'm pretty happy, mate. How are you? Uh, very well, thank you. And we have... Two uh, special guests. We have our musical guest, uh, Music by Tato, who's also known as Shane Wilcox, artist on uh, Facebook and Twitter. And Steve Shim, who is uh, pretty much uh, he and his girlfriend, Kimberly Ann, she's here as well. So, big up, big up. Hello. Hello. Uh, greetings, everyone. A uh, little fun fact it's actually Tato. Tato, sorry. Um, I, I use Music by Tato because you know how, like, there's, there's not a moniker that you can find anymore, right? So, when I went to Music, maybe it was my page. Right. Tato was already taken. So, I'm like, all right, well, Music by Tato. 
Oh, I never <laughs> thought of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I meant to ask too if I was pronouncing it properly. So <laughs> my yeah, no, no, no. Tato, Tato, potato. Yeah. So you guys are both artists, and first off, kind of tell us what you do. I mean, between uh, your music institution, like how do you guys uh, create and uh, do the stuff you guys do? Oh man, like uh, yeah, we we <laughs> we like diversity. Versatility is the key. You know, I um, I paint. Um, I, I'm a professional artist here in the city, so I work with London Arts Council, and, and we do murals, um, I do commission portraits, um, yeah, I do my own personal series of work, I just had an exhibition back in the fall, um, yeah. I currently have some work hanging up from that exhibition at Curly's Brewing here cool. in London, if you ever had a chance to check them out, they're awesome, 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 awesome. And then yeah, I create we'll all the web designs uh, for Studio Shim and Shane Wilcox <laughs> Artist and uh, uploading all of our songs to Bandcamp and just keeping everything flowing and updating and she holds painting. She holds and... it down. We have a shop that features all of Shane's uh, designs in wearable art. So in like uh, leggings and scarves and different items. And that's studioshim.ca. You know, we take all yeah. take all the art that I make and like photographs that we take and stuff like that, and um, we have uh, they're all Canadian made, uh, right? Like bags and leggings, and yeah, yeah, it's really cool, really cool, awesome. And that's what's all about is keeping it local, you know, support local music. And uh, so uh, I I told Mike about this a few weeks ago. Plus, you told him about Precipitate Philosophy, the whole thing, because mm. when I went to the show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, I filmed on that because we had to make sure we, we finished NMS by a certain time because we had to get out and go to the show, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <clears throat> so, we told him about that, so he's, he's kind of excited about it, and I think I, I send the Dropbox I do every week of this song we're going to play so we can go over and discuss that sort of thing. And he's like, no, yeah, well, I've already downloaded... I've, didn't you download some of the Shane stuff already, Mike? I, I downloaded everything on Bandcamp today because it's like 15% off or something so it's ridiculously priced yeah, I really really appreciate that dude yeah I really appreciate that much thank you yeah the support you know it's it's a beautiful thing for artists these days to have platforms like Bandcamp to be able to oh, absolutely. like independently release our, our what we do and, well and that's right, where we buy a lot of our music us, our, ourselves combined you know we'll buy do you get this no I, okay well I buy this time you buy it next time for everything right so uh, I don't know why it's taken me so long to do it to be honest like it's it's just kind of but I don't know, I'm, it, like any artist, you know, you kind of overthink what, you know, like, does this sound good enough? Right. right. And and it's just kind of, yeah. But it's not really up to you to decide whether people are going to like it or not at this point. Yeah, yeah you, you have to you have to just let it go and let the let the listener decide, obviously, right? So the, the thing that I've heard countless times over is that a song is really never done. No. Because like a painting. Like, same thing as a painting. Exactly. Yeah, so. Thing. Musician or artist are your your own worst critic, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's 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 painfully so true, man. <laughs> so true. You know, I try to be uh, hyper aware about the fact that I I overjudge myself. Okay. But it's but yeah. Well, you know, Kim's Kim's always a perfect uh, bring me down <laughs> a reminder there for sure. My my uh, my OCD is when it comes to my playlist because. I have a format, but I don't have a format. You know, it's all about flow, and generally speaking, every week I do at least three rough drafts before I'm happy with it, and you know, it's going the way I want. And there are sometimes too where we're doing a show and I'll, we're talking off air, and it's like, you know what? I'm going to switch the next one up. It doesn't flow the way I wanted mm. to, and kind of kind of gut reaction, right? And nine mm. out of ten, I was right. It went so much better. It's like, okay, well, I'm glad I changed it. 
So I don't do it all the time, but I have done it a few times where I yeah. change it right literally on the fly. So yeah, yeah, you know, we create so much content, right, and, and only so much of it ever sees the light of the day sometimes because we just overthink it, right? Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Hey, Bubs. Mike, did you want to fire a question off there, buddy? No, it's it's really interesting, isn't it? So that you know the fact that it's all on Bandcamp, we all have this access, and like you say, it's kind of. Um, I've known about Bandcamp for years, but I've only started using it properly in the last kind of few months. Where I, I kind of I didn't realise there was an app, and, and you, you could like stream everything you'd bought and, and all this like cool stuff. And there's a whole social element. But actually, what I like about it, and what's interesting about you guys, and I guess to frame it in a question, is there there is something about there's a lot of physical products on Bandcamp. So Bainsy and I both bought loads of records. Yes. And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and that's that's what another thing. As you're saying, this is exactly what's on my mind too. Is like. I mean, obviously, the ultimate goal is to be able to um, put myself in a position where I can put out physical release. Um, like, because, yeah, there, there's, I mean, as great as Bandcamp is and everything, there's nothing like picking up a fresh, you know, CD or vinyl. And, and Records are trendy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, before I actually know it, it worked out. It just costs so much money to do <laughs> well, it. Well, yeah. The, the, thing, the, right? the cost is coming down a little bit to press them, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But. And essentially, that's what what Mike did. We, we we kind of exchanged vinyls because when I when Kim and I went up to visit Mike, I brought him uh, with a Fox vinyl and mm-hmm. a T-shirt, mm-hmm. right? And and then when uh, uh, a friend of mine who I work with, she went down to England to work out perfectly because uh, two of the bands we've uh, we've played quite a bit and uh, our second interview for have brand new vinyls coming out. Mm-hmm. So one was a band called Crosswires, and uh, that was, uh, I know I bought it, and I, I kind of made sure I, I got it set to Mike's house, so Mike was able to pick it up and bring it to my friend. So he, he sent a picture of uh, himself and my friend Wendy holding the vinyl, saying, like, you know, I got it. Oh, <laughs> and, super cool. And the other one came by mail, but, uh, yeah, we, we tend to exchange if we can and just kind of try to group it up because it's coffee posting it too, right? So Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, and that's kind of, actually kind of what I was going to ask, because because you do the art stuff and the murals and everything, which sounds amazing, and I haven't had the proper chance to check out, partly because I can't physically see it because I'm thousands of miles away, and partly because I, <laughs> I sort of assume it's on an Instagram account somewhere that I haven't looked at yet because it didn't occur to me that I should check that out as well as the music. Um, but, but I find it really interesting because you've got that physical meets digital online, offline thing kind of happening in your creative life so I guess I'm interested in how that feels and works and how that sort of come about really well like how we work try to work out the balance yeah I guess so yeah uh <laughs> I don't even know most of the time, <laughs> no it's not you know I find especially these days I think we've we've been all about really structuring our uh our focus into certain elements because because yeah you get so much going on sometimes it's really easy to just you know, kind of lose the, the proper focus. So, so yeah, we've been like, you know, one hour we'll focus on, I, I find that the biggest balance is always between like taking care of the cleaning or being creative. That's my biggest challenge. Um, yeah, no, it's, but it's even being in the studio all the time, producing art, making art, making music and everything else. And then there's us going out in the public and creating and sharing and painting with them mm-hmm. and, and teaching right. and, and that kind of thing. So it's yeah. it's in our in our one spot. I'm like, oh, I'm comfortable. I'm in my home <laughs> and it's great. And then I'm like, no, I need to get out and we're stu- and we're very much studio hermits. Okay, yeah, well, enough, I, yeah. I could spend all my life. Who isn't that's an artist? Yeah, but we love being out in the community and we've been really making a lot of 
progress with uh, collaborations and and uh, doing community painting projects. Right. Well, you know, I was yeah, telling really... I was telling Mike uh, when I first uh, met the both of you is when you're doing the painting at the airport. Mm-hmm. The mural for all the flies. Yeah. So that was first really cool. Time and, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Like, so fun. And then and Mike, I remember too. This is like probably like between like ten and one in the morning. Eh? Sometimes two. <laughs> so so we got a chance to talk a little bit, and you know, and and there's sometimes I want to talk more, but I was like, no, I was like, I don't interrupt them. I know they're busy, so I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk and I'll, I'll talk, talk to them about it later yeah. the next day, right? So that's that's the one thing is because I want to talk, but I just I didn't want to interrupt at the same time too because I know you were busy. That's sort of oh, thing. man, we were we were so like uh, we we set such a tight timeline to get that done too, you know, right? The 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 way the project laid out, and we were like, okay, we have a month to do this. So yeah, if we didn't have the digital part of that now, no one would be able to even share with anyone what right. we were doing, right? Or sharing the process and, and everything. So I think you need one another. I think the digital and the physical. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah you, you, you definitely need it. It's Yeah, you have to. There's something about having something that's real, isn't there? Like, and, and connecting people. Like the fact that I met Bainsey's friend 5,000 miles away from where she lives because she was in, I mean, she was... 15 miles down the road from me if that and gave her a vinyl to bring home to bring to him because it was you know cheaper than the postage on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of I think that's kind of extraordinary and amazing and cool oh, yeah. and there's something about being able to follow a story on Instagram but then you walk through the airport and see this thing or walk down the street and see, or whatever and there's something about having both that I think is really interesting I feel like social media is amazing because it connects people but it's also you know has the potential to be incredibly lonely so it's there's something yeah. about that physical human touch as well that is amazing and so for your worlds to cross over both I find really fascinating it's a it's a definitely a powerful tool yeah so connected but disconnected right yeah we're more connected than ever <laughs> yes. but we're so disconnected yeah so, well so that's the thing is it's, 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 it's the, the kind of uh, um kind of face-to-face aspect kind of goes away right because now you're more typing and posting as opposed to actually physically talking to someone. So that, uh, um, we'll call it human connection, kind of is slowly kind of dissipating in some cases, unfortunately. You right? know what? We've been in the habit of actually, like, video chatting with people. Like, we call people and, and stuff like that rather than just texting because it's so much gets lost in, in communication. Oh, my God, through, absolutely. Through texting, you know what I mean? And and, and it's, it's, to be honest, it's kind of a waste of time when you're sitting there spending hours back and forth with little messages when you can just call somebody and chat for a few minutes and, right. and say everything see the reactions, say, see right? the Well, that's it. Eh? Yeah. I mean, we, we uh, uh, Kim and I call my dad pretty much every Sunday and talk to him on FaceTime, you know? So, mm-hmm. and the same thing, which sometimes, it's been a while, but we try to do a group chat because my brother's in China, my sister's in Washington, and my dad... Well, it's on my case right now. He's in Florida, but so, but uh, nice. so, but we 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 try to do uh, video chat too because I mean, there's some texting back and forth. There's picture sent sort of thing, right? But of course, we try to video chat if we can because you're absolutely right. It's yeah, just it's more so fun cool. that way because my sister just had her first daughter, so she's four months old, so she's been fairly busy, obviously, right? So and it's such a cool possibility, you know. Like I remember the days when. Um, when call display was first coming out, you're exactly. like, oh, you can see the phone number. I know it's calling. Yeah. <laughs> it so or even call waiting. You know? Yeah, call yeah. waiting. Oh, that was revolutionary, man. Yeah, no <laughs> But then it got it kind of like, oh, come on. Come on, just let me do my phone call. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, think we live, I think we've got like a good balance now as well. Because like, if you think about it, like the fax was was physical and digital you're transferring something but you it printed it out but it was rubbish i never like really it, understood no one felt machine. great about getting a fax yeah no I, never, I was never really uh involved with a fax a machine much. 
I, yeah. I no, I actually it's sad to say I actually did have a pager for a short period of time, but <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> was, oh, somebody's calling me, but yeah, I can't call them. Yeah, <laughs> or and, and, and it had, and then, but then it had the pager with voicemail. Aha, voicemail. But you still have to call and listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs some. Yeah, drugs. exactly. <laughs> and, oh yeah, it was it was a trip, man. It was like. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny the the I'm I feel very grateful to be the age where I'm at right now, where it was like we saw that major transition of technology. Oh yeah, like well, major... same here, man. Like I, uh, I hit, hit forty last July. I'll be forty-one this yeah, July, right? Yeah, so, so I totally we're the same yeah. age. Yeah, it's. We've been it's through only... all these technical changes, and it's just incredible to think what we've gone through, you know, from VHS to DVD to Blu-ray to now it's digital. And... and everything. I'm really excited about, as an artist, my next level that I want to focus on is, like, uh, digital projection, like 3D, 3D oh, okay. animation, stuff like that, right? Making it's... the images complete. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's, you know, with LED projection and stuff these days, you know, there's, there's projection art. It's just incredible. Like, you can get it fully immersive displays over top of the crowd. And okay, right on. And it's going to get to the point, too, where even, like, instruments, like, um, you know, with synths and drum machines and everything, it'd be, like, a little box that you set down on the table, and all of a sudden, like, your LED display of synthesizers and, and, and <laughs> yeah. studio oh. all comes out, right? And everything's, like, fully interactive, like, you can grab it and move it around in the air. It'd be easy to travel. Watch, it's yeah, coming. No it's kidding, coming. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah it's well, coming. Because, no, you always see people right now, because like, they're working in the airport, the people come through with, like, um, they're more like, we'll call expensive equipment uh, they're carrying and I don't blame them I won't put my check luggage either right yeah, so like yeah. I, I don't know the way it works but you see the stuff that's yeah, progressively getting smaller too mm-hmm. right so I know exactly what you're talking about and uh, I'm sure Mike can vouch for that with, with uh, 1 in 5 right Mike? Yeah definitely Def- I mean we've it's interesting like we've talked for ages about doing some sort of visual art behind you know when we're playing live on stage and we've never because we're not really the right people to create it, we've not really done it. And also the venues we play in are sort of, you know, the size of my living room. So it's kind of like, where do you put it? But there's something about giving someone a you know, full-on kind of experience, which which I think is, um, is interesting and, and will be the future because it brings you closer to people. And there's also, I like it when you go into venues and they go, this is the stage and it's like six inches off the ground. You're like, it's not really a stage, but that's perfect because I'm there in the crowd rather than, you know, trying to be on top of people. And again, there's that closeness that you don't get. So when someone comes to see you for the first time, they can actually be there next yeah. to you almost, which is quite exciting. So I think there's a whole load of stuff that's interesting and, and kind of cool about the world we um the world we kind of sit in in terms of the independent and smaller uh, well, music scene which is cool if you think yeah. about how easily we could trade music now right or mm. even just work with someone thousands of miles away you know you record well like send to him he'll work mm. on a bit and send it right back and it's yep. it just so easily and fast you know and just well, even with live streaming uh, like um, with direct audio like I have an iRig 2 for when I'm jamming I, I plug that in so I have like a direct line in with live audio yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and I have my buddy over at Play Del Carmen he, he does the same thing like same style of jamming where we just live PA set up a bunch of synths and drum machines and just let the beats and the melodies flow right, right. so we've always kind of talked about how cool it would be if like he can get his thing live going on there and then I would play live in my oh, studio and that'd be badass. Have, that'd be um, cool. direct in audio right so we're we're close to being able to figure out how we can do it where people can watch us both at the same time i'm not quite sure how to bring that element together yet, you know that, that's one thing we've thought about in the past too because we've because a couple of times 
we've done, uh, which we can do in a little bit if you want before we're done the interview, is uh, when uh, Mike Trudgeon was here and Van Mayo was here, we did our Facebook fan page oh, live as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we've done, we done that a few times too. And uh, But we were always singing, it's like, well, we want to do a progressive show in any way we can because we want to keep it fresh and keep people entertained, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's, it's all about the music and it's all about uh, other fans. And we want to just just kind of kind of stick out and uh and uh just have fun doing it as well and the biggest thing uh we've had most comments on is our sidetracks because it always ends up in six degrees of separation towards the music so even though we may stray off music it comes back to it at some point okay you know what so and we're thinking well maybe we can do um um we could do a, a live um live video like terrific like Facebook fan page all the time, mm-hmm. but point the only problem is is since we share the same one, we can only do one at a time. So he can't do his, I can't do mine, right? Mm-hmm. And the same thing too is like, well, are people actually or do people actually want to watch us doing live? Must we're actually side by side, and if they don't, I get it, and it makes sense, right? So mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a way. There's but where there's some, a some sort of splice screen because we we could do it with Skype, but you know, just how much. How much is the going to load up before it it's, it messes with the, the, the visual and the people can't see it or it, it kind of breaks apart, right? Mm. So. There's definitely something about how much value do we actually have by people being able to see our faces when really what they want to do yeah. is listen to music <laughs> versus the bandwidth it takes up. I don't know. Question. <laughs> um, I was going to ask uh, just like a completely off track now, but but relevant to the interview, but not relevant to the rest of the conversation. Um, I, I was, I, yeah, just basically, I'm bringing this back in. Uh, but I was listening to um, all of the amazing music that I bought for like five dollars or something earlier. Um, oh and there's a real mix in there so i was really interested there's two things um one there's a there's a visual element to that as well so you've got your logo in the center of all the covers and it really Mm -hmm. draws your eye and centralizes everything so i was interested in talking about that and i was also interested probably first in how you know if you met someone in a bar or whatever and they said what do you do and you said i play music and they go what kind of music how would you describe it um so that people understand in your words what sort of thing it is before oh, we play something. <laughs> I don't know. Like honestly, I, 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 uh, I don't. I don't like defining with labels and stuff like that. I, I'm kind of all over the map. I guess it's just sort of the the energy or the emotion that I that I feel about the music. Sometimes I love techno. Sometimes I love drum and bass. Sometimes I love dub. Sometimes I love progressive rock. Sometimes I love. Uh, jazz sometimes i love reggae yeah Yeah, like just it's it's just kind of all over my my inspiration and influences all over the map right um i really i don't know i I guess i kind of i kind of have my roots i i I listen to a lot of dub techno and roots rock reggae and and uh just drum and bass obviously and yeah yeah yeah, it isn't isn't that answer exactly why that's a fun question? Like sometimes I ask people that to go, "Well, we're a rock band." It's like, oh, cool. But the fact that that's the answer, I think, makes that a good question because it's such a mix. Right, like, yeah. I couldn't possibly go to people, "Hey, these guys do this." But yeah, I like that. That's yeah. good. Well, it's even like the band that I play in, Prison Pay Philosophy. We don't really have any one particular it's defined genre because improvisation. It's an improvisation project. So I don't even really call it a band. I call it more of a project. Like a sound roll. Oh, and like I told you, know? you about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I would say like you're like live PA. If I had to just well, live PA, is, <laughs> that's what I that's do. What you, is that's my how performance. You, I know. But yeah. Yeah, but electronic live. <laughs> yeah, drum and bass, dub. You know, ambient. a little bit ambient. Yeah. Electronic, I guess, in general. 
Yeah. Eclectic electronic. Yeah, Pro. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> call it, call it what you want to. I, guess, you know? I don't believe it up to person for sure. Some stuff you create. <laughs> some sounds, some cool. loops and bloops and. Yeah. Cool. Now, one thing Mike and, always, and I always like to ask is uh, inspiration. Uh, just uh, it doesn't have to be all your songs, but a specific song. Like, what kind of inspires you to kind of create? The, the loops and beats that you do is there what's what kind of what's behind the story is it just kind of strikes you and go ahead and do it or do you think about it for a little bit and then go ahead and lay down a track strike how do you i i mean i always have my mind on on uh full creative blast and i'm just like sometimes it'll be i'm just doing dishes and i'll have a melody pop into my brain and i kind of have to just i i'll go down and i'll just kind of like right. beatbox it in and sing it in or whatever and that's kind of my foundation for it and then i sort of build it from there with playing since playing it out in synths and adding drums and I don't know I'm, I'm kind of switching up my recording process too I haven't been okay. doing a whole lot of uh, sequence arrangements I've been just more live tracking where I'll just okay. play to a click track and then go back in and kind of arrange things gives it more like a, a less synchronized kind of more humanized feel I guess okay I no, fair enough yeah yeah so yeah. So there's some. I use like, and I used to use some sort uh, software. Of software. So. Yeah, yeah. I have um, sometimes like, yeah. It's so many things inspire me. I guess. Uh, I think yeah. Just melody just kind of comes to your mind sometimes, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, yeah. I, just because everybody has a different method of recording, writing, whatever it may be, and uh, so it's always a curiosity of curiosity to us as as to how people do it, mm-hmm. and. The other thing I was thinking of is uh, just being like an artist, like, you know, painting, drawing, this whole thing. Does that kind of aid uh, your career process for music writing or composition? Um, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, not, I, not to put you on the spot, so I apologize. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, it's, it's an interesting question. And, and yeah, I, I suppose they do have a rhythmic relation, right? Uh, I'm kind of, I sort of paint with a rhythm I, I make music with a rhythm I guess right. that's what kind of be a, music be, is always online yeah yeah, yeah I, I can't paint I can't create without music well I can but it's it's not, not the same enjoyable yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think you just kind of get into it though like if I'm upstairs like and I'm cooking dinner or something and I'm like is that Shane like is he downstairs playing <laughs> like I thought he was supposed to be painting something and then also I'm like oh I'm like the mood must have just striked him to strike up a tune or something fair enough just kind of yeah when you're, <laughs> well, you know when you're in your studio there and sometimes I'll get into messing around with just kind of playing with some, some I'm always watching tutorials about how to do different things with my synths right. and connect my so I'll get messing around with something and then all of a sudden a, a beat turns into a bit of a loop and then that loop okay. turns into a bit of a melody and then and then before you know it like I'm, I'm into the jam full styles nice. and and but it's yeah, great yeah. that you're actually able to yeah. draw your logo and, and do all your creation on top of your photos, right, for the band camp and for to put it out there. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's nice to have a one-stop shop. Yeah, <laughs> I have right. to. Uh, I've, I've always been very independent in that regards of knowing that, like, I, I can't outsource a whole lot of what I do yeah. just because um, I can't afford to a lot of times. I don't know. It's, it's I guess. I, I'm, I'm looking to... If you to, haven't used it. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. If you want something done right, do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Not that other people don't do it right, but like, yeah. You know. There is there is something about having that 
control over the whole. I'm really guilty of that. Like when we did our last EP, I burnt myself out because we're a five-piece band, so we could have split stuff between five people, and also we could have used other people. But you know, I did all of the press releases, I edited the video, I did um, the artwork for the. Th- I did all sorts of stuff that you know, half of which I'm good at, and half of which I just wanted to do and wouldn't let anyone else do, and I'm not really that good at. But there's something about owning that thing where yeah. now I'm much more. Do you know what? you do the art, I don't really do art, you do that next time, I'm going to do this. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't want to be, like, egotistical and be like, I do everything myself, I want, like, right. I love working, collaborating with other artists, you know, but it's, uh, sometimes it's just a lot more efficient that way to just handle a task I, yourself, yeah, you know? Fair like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's what it comes down to, is more or less efficiency. Well, you know what, uh, just for yeah. uh, creation and artistic stuff, uh, I'll, like I told you earlier on, and people know that I do at least two or three rough drafts before I have a finalized list. I actually yeah. uh, like how it flows, that sort of thing. And I've told my this from the beginning. Uh, ever since Kim and I got together, I mean, she's been supportive the whole way along and always mm-hmm. been there. And it mm-hmm. seems like when I'm doing the list, you know, I'll I'll be listening to music throughout the week and you know, um, putting uh, notes on my phone, that sort of thing, about the songs, Twitter handles, the whole thing. And listening through it, and I'll do a couple of rough drafts, and then suddenly it just seems like because Friday, like my usual progression is, I'll, I'll like I'll write a couple of songs and try to place it together in my head, and then Friday I'll do a rough draft, maybe two rough drafts, and then Saturdays my body always wakes up really early, so I'm up like six six thirty in the morning, right? So first thing I do is making a coffee, and then I sit down, I start listening again, start trying to go at it, right? But I'll do that, get my dogs out, come back, but once Kim's up and moving. She doesn't have to say anything, just being in the same area. And all of a sudden, man, it just, this person hits me and I get the list I want. Like, and as long as it seems like, as long as she's around, I can get the final list done and done the way I want. And I don't know what it is, but and in, in some perspective, she is my inspiration to yeah. fill, for, for the list. Cool. cool. So. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Kim's, oh, Kim's. Kim's are great. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Eh? <laughs> yeah, no, if I didn't have Kim around, it's, yeah, it's, Kim's. it's so many times when I'm, I'm just, you know, <laughs> your mind goes on a tangent sometimes. Oh, man, yeah. I, if, if I didn't have her to pull me back, I'd be lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're strong together. We're there for each other, right? And that's it's it's all about the team effort, and, and it takes uh, takes a community to do it up. Absolutely. Yeah. So, man, we're going to take, uh, uh, unless Mike, you have one more question, we're going to take a quick break here and listen to a new song. I, I have one more question, but oh, I can right. ask no, it after. Sure, yeah, absolutely. No. You, want to, you want to wait till after? Yeah, go on. Okay. <laughs> so, um, this is one of his newest creations, so uh, I will let you queue it up. Yeah, this is uh, one of my new tracks that I'm premiering on my band camp. Um, not really sure the name it, you know it's it's just with things with life that it'll either will or it won't work out you know and i think that was kind of the the inspiration we can't worry nice. about whether it will or it won't we just have to do it and go and, with it and just go with it right so i think that's kind of the the main inspiration and and the melody of this tune was just something that kind of got stuck in my head like it's actually one of the my dishes oh, i get a lot really? of inspiration when i'm doing dishes actually, yeah right on nice but uh yeah so it just kind of came to me and and for me, I it's like kind of what I'm doing laundry, to be honest. Yeah, laundry or dishes, yeah. Or, you know, sleeping or vacuuming. Cleaning, cleaning. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. Cleaning is very inspirational. 
<laughs> my question was actually going to be about the dishes, so I'm going to ask them afterwards, but this is perfect. This is such a seamless introduction now. Yeah, yeah, man. Dishes are very inspirational. <laughs> what, what, what a segue, right? Dude, actually, I, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always hearing sounds that I want to sample, eh? And there's a really cool sound that when I'm doing dishes and there's like a little bit of water in a, in a dish and it, yeah. it makes that Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hit it with I know it's so going to be, <laughs> I have intentions of sampling that and using it as a percussive sound. So, Man, you know what, just before we get this song, years ago, something very similar to Shane, this was uh, going to be like 98, so I was living in Michigan, the U.S. for a little bit. And a buddy of mine was uh, was a baker at the Tim Hortons in Michigan, right? Yeah. One of anyways, that's when they still made their own stuff. Oh. And you know what? And he always talked about it. He goes, you know what? With the mixer going, something else going. There's some cool beats here that oh, I yeah. love to record, right? So yeah. just to kind of take up on that, that's what he was thinking. He never actually did it, but it was not a bad idea at the time. So. Oh, it was my first instruments was pots and pans, more <laughs> entertainers. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. I hope you guys enjoy the tunes. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to take a quick break here. Listen to one of the uh, music by uh, Tato's newest creations. It's called Will or Won't. Dig this.
All right, that was Will Orwell with Tattoo Music, and uh, man, uh, I, I grabbing chords was was my favorite. Man, this was a great tune. It just so transient and just just so chill, and it's one of those one of those songs you can do so much to. You can work, create whatever you want, and just man, like I just. <laughs> since listening to Shane's you, stuff, man. and I'm not Appreciate gonna, it. I'm not gonna lie here, but I, I've become a lot more kind of attached to just the the, the flat out uh, um, ambient music, and this was uh, this was uh, a creation, I have to say the least. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, means a lot. It's, uh, yeah, I, I, I 100% percent back that. Like, that is so good. <laughs> just, cool. I'm just sitting here, you know. You got to bear in mind, I'm five hours ahead of you, so I'm just sitting here. It's 11 p.m. and I my night is just started. You know? <laughs> it's just started in full now because I'm like, oh my god, and I'm just thinking, okay, when the show finishes at like half two, three, what can I put on that's going to get me back into that mood? And then I'm like, oh yeah, I've just downloaded all of your other stuff, so that's probably a good start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> one's not good. currently up, so I'll, I'll we'll put it on this, this evening. Yeah, we'll so put this track we'll, up we'll, this evening. We'll go back to that tweet hashtag a world premiere there. So. Yeah, world premiere. Yeah, this is this is the first time that it's ever been. Uh, that's awesome. Played. We really right, much, yeah. very much appreciate that. Yeah. And I'll tell you, my because Shane uh, missed me earlier, asked me, do I go for something? Like, oh, absolutely, we will for sure, man. <laughs> we so, do love an exclusive. It's it's a thing we love. Um, can I ask you my um, doing the dishes question? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Just while we're all still on that thread, because I, f- I mean, I feel like when this gets uploaded to Apple and all that, it's basically going to be the title of this part. But um, <laughs> my, so what is it about that? You mentioned cleaning and doing the dishes a couple of times that's why it's stuck in my head and then just in the intro as well so for me it's the rhythm yeah but you I, mentioned there's the sound as well so yeah. what is it about some of those not just doing the dishes but there's something about <laughs> doing stuff tasks I, I i had to get my phone out about four in the morning the other night my son was ill um he had like an ear infection we were all awake we were trying to get back to sleep and then there was something he was in our bed there was something about the way he was breathing that i heard a melody and i had to get up and go to the bathroom and try and sing this melody into my phone so i didn't forget <laughs> it the next morning. what is it about those sort of things that you do that that draws you to them what is, is it the rhythm the melody what uh, it's it's almost like a form of meditation, I guess. Like like we manifest and and okay. and as as you said, with the rhythm, it's all about the rhythm of it, right? Um, you get into like a kind of a bit of a, a trance when you're doing dishes and stuff like right. that, and, and a focus. And and I think that focus leads you to explore other. Uh, well, you know, does that, does that, that makes sense. No, know. it does because and just being doing dishes, this is kind of uh, uh, relative. Uh, on Friday when I was done work, because uh, Fridays is my only day shift, so I'm done before Kim is done, so get a few things done, you know, get the dogs out, sort of thing, and, you know, funny enough, I was in the dishes, so I had uh, my phone hooked up by speaker, so, and uh, this was mainstream, but it's like, no, I haven't heard in a long time, and I wanted to listen to it, but, man, this kind of took me to a different place, and remember when it came out, and there's two songs at two different times, one, they're both Alice in Chains, so one was uh, from the last Acting Heroes soundtrack called What the Hell Have I? Hmm. And I pictured the video because the video was very really tripped out. And again, because unfortunately he passed away because of it, but essentially about a bit of a heroin trip. No, the glass images and they're kind of behind and stuff behind the glass sort of thing. Hmm. So I can get, picture the video and, and, and the song as well. But it's, it's such a good one to get into. And then there's a song called Killer Is Me, which is on their, uh, their MTV Unplugged. Hmm. And that's another good one just because it's such 
an easy flowing song that you can just get lost in it without uh, <clears throat> without kind of breaking concentration concentration at all to whatever you're doing. But it gives you a chance to think, and you know, just like most music, people are attached to it in some form or another, whether it was a good time, bad time, or in the middle, or just didn't even remember, you know. For me, a lot of stuff I can remember like whole scenarios based on the song or music yeah, I was playing at that were, time. Exactly, on, right? Yeah, was so it shows that. how uh, that uh, uh, emotionally and somewhat physically attached we get to the music, you know, and that's why oh, you much. so much to everyone differently and it can help out it can be therapeutic or whatever it may be. And that's yeah. the nice part about the show is Mike and I have had the chance over the years to get to know a, a bunch of different music that we didn't know exist or we did, but wasn't because we didn't pay much attention to because we didn't get a lot of submissions or stuff that we could listen to. But once you get more heavily into it, you just, you just, your just mind is blown. Oh, and it's it's so much music out there. I, that's kind of one of the beautiful things and frustrating things I've always found about music is like, even if you dedicated every single waking moment of, to trying to hear all the amazing music that's ever been and and that comes out and stuff like right. that, you, you never could, right? So no, there's too much like FOMO kind of big thing, right? You oh know? yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, I, I could never understood how people get locked into a cycle of just complacently listening to the same things can over and over and over again. Like, always do something new and, and both of us are always on the hunt, you know? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of an addiction to always <laughs> yeah, yeah, new music sure. all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm constantly on mixed cloud and, and, uh, looking for, for new sets that I've never heard before. And and even, even for Kim, I mean, I've expanded her horizons like tenfold because mm-hmm. no, she had a certain thing she listened to in certain genres, but then different things and we weekly like oh I like that one I like that one so now we're playing more of the indie stuff in the house and she's a, a, a more appreciative of it mm-hmm. so and it's nice too and even even some older albums of mainstream stuff because recently I picked up I mean I have I'm sure I saw the cassette tape somewhere and I got it I had the I had the CD burner on my hard drive but I picked the vinyl version of Aerosmith's Toys in the Attic mm-hmm. and I uh, you know we put it on so we got we got that because we ordered that and uh, Bob Marley's Legends Nice. So we got those both at the same time. So we, uh, no, we did did Marley first, like on Aerosmith. And of course, you know, it's got Dream On and Walk This Way. But other than that, that's what I've been playing about. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then, she, oh. and what's that, Mike? I was just laughing. Sorry. <laughs> but, okay. this way. but but after that, it gets really bluesy because Stephen Tower hasn't quite developed his, his, his vocal, we'll call it setting yet, right? And she looks at me and she goes, you know what? Because if you hadn't told me, I would never know this was Aerosmith because it's so bluesy and it's really a rocking album, man. Like, Toys and the Egg is definitely by far probably the best Aerosmith album ever. So Cool. But cool. just, just I, we all kind of tied in somewhere and, and there you go. <laughs> There's a tie-in right there. I think, um, to add to that, I think there's something about about collecting and discovering as well. Um, the, like the, so what I mean by that is the collecting bit. So I was recently... Well, as recently as this afternoon, I tried to do it again. Um, I'm trying to catalogue my CD collection just because I'm curious. Um, so you can do it on Discogs. You just scan the barcodes and you choose which version of the CD. I haven't got any rare ones or anything particularly, so it's just, you know, European reprint or whatever. Um, and and you do it and, and it just puts them all in there. But I keep I – got, I got to B today. Uh, my CDs are vaguely alphabetical. And I got to Blur and I was like, oh. And it drove me insane because I know that I, there's only one 
or no, I think there's two because I've just bought Part Life again. There's two Blair albums there, but I know that over the years I've owned about six or seven, oh, <laughs> and I don't know where the fucking CDs are, and it drives me insane. So there's something about collecting and wanting to to have everything, and then there's something about discovery. So I used to, in my previous job, um, the office was four and a half hours away, and I worked from home mostly but I went down there every couple of weeks on a Sunday night and stayed for a few days and came back so I did kind of nine hours driving across three days and so I would do exactly what you just said and go to Mixcloud and find a three hour grime mix a three hour drum and bass a three hour um you know, whatever, and it's, I think that's exciting. We're spoiled with way. choice. Yeah. We're so blessed and, and spoiled with choice. And we're Instagram live right now, Mike. So people are listening to you talk and looking at our actual reactions. Myself, myself, and Shane. So if we asleep while I go on yeah. about collecting, um, but okay, cool. So hello, Instagram. But yeah, don't you think that's exciting? Like it's discovery, but it's collection, and it's there is something I feel like if music didn't exist, I'd be the kind of person that collected stamps or something because I have to have. <laughs> something but music's far more interesting to me because it's you know, what music is such time. a music is such a strange thing when you think about it like the the act of 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 people making music well, like just the, oh, sorry so go ahead <laughs> but yeah just like you know it, it's just the uh, the act of human beings making sounds to just you know what I mean it's, it's yeah. just a really cool process in general you know I, I don't know if I'm trying to get too deep with no, 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 not at all no man this, this, this is what the show's yeah. all about <laughs> yeah yeah like just even like the, the very uh, roots of when human beings started producing sounds to be pleasant for other people and, and yourself and like it's just a really cool act you know we're singing we're wonderful things Oh, sorry. I, I can't do that. There was a slight, I didn't mean to. Um, I was just going to say, I read somewhere that music has been around since sort of since humans became humans as we know them. So for like 55,000 years, mm. there's some, I don't know how they found that out, but there's some trace that music exists, whether it's people banging rhythms on trees or whatever, I don't know. But that it's kind of innate, which I find fascinating. It's part of your soul almost, you know? Well... Let's no, 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 no. So about to talk. Go ahead, buddy. No, no, you. no, Go ahead. no, no. I was just kind of thinking, like, when you were talking about the evolution of music, it made me think about the Stone Ape theory when we were watching the, the, um, the what's the name of that documentary where they were talking about, do you know the Stone Ape theory? Have you ever talked, heard about that? That, that human beings basically evolved from, from our ape ancestral, whatever. I have no by, idea. With, so. with it, um, finding magic mushrooms. Like, uh, when, when our, like, eight ancestors or whatever discovered magic mushrooms and then they were like sharing them amongst the tribe and that's what caused our our brain expansion to happen in such a short period of time period no actually haven't yeah and it was like kind of the the development of language and speech and and i'm sure music for the most part and art came from from the exploration of of uh, magic mushrooms essentially right you know at first oh. <laughs> at first I'll admit I, th- I thought you were going the way of Mel Brooks in History of the World with the caveman in the cave and the stone drops in the guy's foot he's like hmm and he's like ah ah <laughs> 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 that, that's how the music started right <laughs> maybe. So, maybe so no no I just, I just, I just, that's the way my mind went right so yeah yeah that's such an amazing idea isn't it that you know th- Someone who is a you know, sentient being, but really only just about removed from being a monkey, tries a mushroom, and then their 
whole universe expands and it influences well, it, it, it well, tens of thousands it. of years of they've civilization. Done, uh, That's amazing. They've done scientific <laughs> studies where yeah. they like hook people up to like MRIs or whatever. Um, or EEGs, a few of those, yeah, and they EEGs, show like yeah. our our, friend, our brain's activity with without psilocybin and with, and and it's like our whole brain is is fired well, and stimulated. See, that I've heard of because we talked about this earlier um, off air is uh, probably I mean, just less than a year ago. Um, Colorado uh, uh, legalized, I think just I think just not the entire state, but just Denver specifically, mm-hmm. and it was to treat. Uh, um, uh, PTSD, thank anxiety, you, exactly. depression, uh, yeah, anxiety. The, the numerous, <laughs> numerous of. Uh, so it's right? it's incredible with the technology we have these days to kind of make leaps and bounds to kind of really discover, really show you what the stuff's all about, not was what was preconceived or kind of just somewhat maybe willy nilly. I guess is not sure how else to put it, but do you remember the name of that documentary that we just saw? I know I don't mean to put you on the spot. <laughs> it's. It's it's out right now. Paul Stamens is the uh, is the director of it, and it's kind of like a, a really cool time lapse. They do a lot of time lapse cinematography of Just mushrooms Google growing. It. It'll right. come up. Yeah. Fantastic fungi. Yes, fantastic that's it. fungi. Yeah. Okay, okay, fantastic right fungi. Yeah, we went to go see it at a theater here. And Highland. The Highland Theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Highland, and it was it was a great little documentary. It was just even talking about like how how important mushrooms are and, and fungus in general and their their purpose in like biodegradation, uh, you know, like, in breaking things down. And right. Like they're such an important part, right? So I really think we're coming to realize that there's so much more, you know, need for them than we've ever realized, right? Yeah. I know, kind of off topic. No, no, man. Right? We'll, we'll, we, we always kind of tied in somehow, so. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I have to ask my mushroom question. That's <laughs> yeah. to do with music. Yeah. But uh, I might have asked you this, Bonesy and Kim, when you were over... Um, at some point we might have had a, a fry up but you know when you get like a fried breakfast this isn't really relevant to this but I'm just going to ask it but you, you know when you get a fried breakfast um, or, or, you know, or whatever version of a big breakfast um, see I always in the UK in particular they always chuck on like one enormous mushroom that looks a bit greasy and like it might fall apart the minute you put the knife or the fork through it whereas I'm, I'm someone, I like the little like brown button mushrooms kind of thing mm. I think they're much nicer uh, and so whenever I end up which isn't that often to be honest but whenever I occasionally end up in a conversation about mushrooms with anyone I have to ask what is your preferred mushroom with the breakfast <laughs> mushroom shawarma yeah. I make like this that sounds and it's roasted and all layered with spices and it's it's, so um, it's fantastic yeah that's you that's the perfect way All to eat All about mushroom. the mushroom shawarma. Right on. <laughs> yeah, you take the Best answer and, ever. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's so good. Well, we got a few more minutes left here for part one, and we will be wrapping up soon. But uh, just before we do that, get a few more things. Uh, in April, Prison Paid Philosophy has their next show. So what we're going to do is we're going to have uh, uh, Shane back on, and as well as Howie Zowie, who started it. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully cover a couple more instruments. A couple of bandmates might have a couple And hopefully do a, help you do a live, yeah. a live performance as well. So. Brilliant. And uh, uh, one of the artists that uh, Shannon mentioned uh, when they dropped the tickets initially for the show before we went to it was an artist and because uh, she's uh, called the, the Universe Featuring Ray. Yes. And yeah. man, she was something else. We played her, uh, I think it was, was it either last week or the week before. She is a universe for sure. Remember that, Mike? 
Sorry, I was on mute. Yes, I, I can't remember which week it was, but yeah. So either way, it. so another introduction to music. So uh, she'll be yeah. joining us on the May fifteenth show, actually. As right well. on. Yeah, she's coming back to the bill. So. Yeah. So yeah. we'll try to get that on and have our mixer working so we can do live performance, have it set up properly because the, the NMS room is slowly being built up the way we need it to. So uh, that's coming up in April. Uh, but we look forward to many more creations uh, by Music by Tato. And uh, uh, Kim, did you want to add anything about Studio Shim? Um, I don't know what to add. <laughs> no, just uh, visit. Let me know if you have any questions at all. Um, we're not in any shops because we are a made-to-order, very sustainable you... company. Um, what do you want? Well, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but, yeah. but no. I don't even think we explained to people what Studio Shim is. Studio like, Shim is Shane and Kim. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just our, our name. It's just combined. kind of like our umbrella. Like it's, 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 we, it's our, our studio, Studio right. Shim, right? So it's kind of like our encompassing name of everything that we do as a creative couple, basically, right? Yeah. I never realized that makes sense. Yeah, I was going to ask Shane you, Kim. Where, yeah. what does that name mean? I thought it was some amazing Japanese thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, because, because if you remember, uh, uh, she also hashtagged uh, an uh, artistic couple. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's just, we, that's what we do. We live our lives in creative. Uh, it's really just uh, finding a way for making Shane's art more affordable for the masses. Not right. everyone can afford a painting or hire him to do a commission. But a lot of people can afford to get something printed. Right. And yeah, it's a it's a nice little thing. I started doing it in 2015 and just continued on. And it's artist run. It's just us. Quality. It's they all about quality. On we, Facebook. We noticed that like, <laughs> there's a, a missing need for quality. You know, like there's there's all these yoga pants and stuff like that out there, right. and they're made by companies abroad, and and they're shoddy construction a lot of the times, and and even just like a lot of the the process of where they're made and how they're made is very questionable, right? right. So we were all about finding ethical ways to produce because like less than a, um, like 10%, I think is, is, is actually made, actually made produced in Canada. Nice. So, okay. yeah. so we wanted to be a part of that small percentage of right. the, that's created. Universe, to our local is, economy, a, you know? universe yeah. is a big supporter of us. She, you'll yeah. see her rocking our, our wares now. Nice. And, yeah. yeah and she's, Everything uh, is made to order. That's another huge thing. Like, yeah, she, she's putting out made to order her, her rainbow necklace. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's putting, I saw her made to order. So like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, so. It's, it's a lot more sustainable. Like it was a totally sustainable way for us to do our thing because I mean, working from home, we don't have a lot of space for re for inventory. Of and, course, absolutely. And, and it's not smart for us to just make things, make things, make things with the idea, you know. And right, it's because a lot they can more... sit around for a while. Yeah, and can... yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely a lot more practical this way, for sure. For sure. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it. Oh, Doing so marketing, social medias. Oh, it's yeah. funny. It was... It's a full-time job. It's funny that people oh, think, sure. like, you know, when you when you work, when you're independent, you work from home or whatever, oh, it's so easy, you hang out. No, you, man. You get up the time you get, <laughs> the time you get up the time you go to bed, you're, you're doing your thing, right? And yes, we love what we do, but it's it's, it's hard still work. work. Well, but it's the same <laughs> thing. Same thing for this man. I do it all week, you know. Yeah, it's just nonstop, and I even though I'm doing it for years, I still stress and trying to get it done the way I want it, and like you know, erase it. Um, Content is like a tip of an iceberg. Exactly. You know, nobody sees the the major, the major. Uh, and Mike, Mike always laughs. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll 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 expect a I'll expect a couple uh, a couple um, drafts for the one finalized. So. <laughs> because he knows what's up, right? Because that that's. That's for the for the list, at least the list aspect of things. I've got the creative control of it. Yeah, we still share it. I still tell him, okay, this is what I'm doing, and this is where it's at. So, and he'll kind of look it over and kind of say yes or no. But we still kind of collaboratively do it. I yeah. I do the the final draft, but 
he'll give his input saying, okay, well, maybe we should put this song in or take this one out. It's oh, very, totally. very but, important uh, to have someone else to, to bounce ideas exactly. off of. Yeah. And, so, yeah, he's, he's always said, he said, he says, oh, he's always said, he said, Bones, he goes, I'm glad you do that because I would rip my hair out doing that because I, I, I don't know how you do it every week. It takes <laughs> team, yeah. yeah. It takes team for sure. No, I, I actually just, um, messaged you, was it yesterday, saying, you sent me a thing. I was like, oh, brilliant. I'm really looking forward to seeing all the rewrites. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, uh, you, you and then when you did actually like, send me the list today, I was like, wow, your handwriting is really neat. And I realized we had a week off last week, so you've had a bit of extra time and you weren't mm-hmm. rushing it last minute and getting it right and stuff. So exactly, that's, right. I guess, why, but it's really nice and neat. I think, yeah. I don't know if anyone else sees that picture. I know they see the, the text version. People should see the notebook picture if they don't already. Well, I can always post it later. It's not a problem, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's not like you know. It's not in cursive or anything. I don't want to get people's hopes up too much. <laughs> well, I, I can't do cursive, but you know. Anyway, point being, that, that aside, uh, we've uh, Shane and we, we've had a great time, and Dude, we can't wait right. to have you back with Pacific Philosophy in April. So it's, it's been a pleasure. We'll keep up and do yeah. this again. So thank you so so much. So uh, a, a big thank you to Shane and uh, music by Tato and uh, Studio Shim. So uh, be sure to check their stuff out, Facebook and Twitter, uh, Instagram as well. Yeah. Mike, it was, it's been an honor to meet you, man. Thank you for you too, guys. Thank you so much. And remember, at Shane Wilcox Artist as well. Check that stuff out, please. And we'll chat again soon. So Peace. until then, we'll be back for part two very, very shortly. So again, a big thank you to Kim and Shane. And uh, we'll be back in, uh, we'll be back shortly. So until then, bones out. Peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs>